Clark suddenly goes from this, you know, I can get pissed off at anything, you know, shouting to this very calm, cool, collected, educated, Shakespearean reading. Get that damn kid off of my bridge. What the hell? Children are not allowed on the bridge. <laughs> Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number 93. I am Master Dorgo. Dr. Blog. The 80, famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. Another fine week in geek it is. Indeed. It this is. is uh, before we go into our normal stuff, uh, <laughs> I want to read this email I yes. received. It okay. Oh, email. Yeah. People love us. It is well, sex. Let me just. Uh, <laughs> it has some editing. <laughs> it has some editing to it. A little expletive deleted? Uh, come like that. Uh, well, let me just read the top. This message has been reviewed by the NDOC facility personnel. It contains correspondence from the incarcerated individual currently serving his sentence at the Eli Maximum Security slash Males State Prison. What? It has <laughs> what, been dude? It's an email from Robot in Jail. And <laughs> has been edited to remove all personal information and or requests for return correspondence. Shut up. We got a prison mail? We got prison mail. Yes! <laughs> Yes! To the Ugly Cop Show from Redacted by NDOC inmates number cell block Eli State where, Prison. Where? NDOC where? Uh, at, Don't know. As well Nevada as Eli Department State Department Prison. Of oh, it's, it's somewhere in Nevada. Yeah, okay. Eli. Okay. Yeah, the Nevada. Nevada Department of Corrections. In, in Thank you. Ely. Okay. Ely. Ely. Is it Ely? See, that's what I know. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I do say Nevada. Afternoon, sirs. My name is Redacted by NDOC, and I'm a huge fan of your podcasts. As you can imagine, other than lifting weights and smoking, the state does not provide a whole lot for us to do with our free time. Last year, I enrolled in a computer class and was allowed access to the internet, although it is severely restricted. No porn, eBay, or NPR allowed. I am still able to download your podcast and listen to them in my cell thanks to an MP3 player I was able to smuggle inside my asshole. <laughs> Oh, get out of here. What is this? Oh, now you've lost me. You had me till then. NDOC note, MP3 players are allowed on the the allowed personnel items list. It is unknown why inmate number felt it's necessary to insert the object into his anal cavity. I gotta say, you guys are some funny motherfuckers. Lots of podcasts are about boring reality stuff, like life or the news or political crap. But you guys... Always talk about the stuff that really matters, cartoons and games. I've listened to nearly all your eps now, and it really helps pass the time. Like I said, you guys are fucking funny, especially that Paul guy. I think him and me have a lot in common. Seriously, I'd do a background check or check his name on the sex offender registry. I'm pretty sure I've heard that voice before. (laughs) (laughs) What in the fuck is going on here? (laughs) Speaking of voices... That Commander K guy has one hella sexy voice. <laughs> and a purdy mouth. I'm no homo, but I know a sexy voice when I hear. Oh, God. Sometimes, at nights after lights off, I just listen to his parts on a loop and spank one off in my bunk. <laughs> of course, the downside is... You're not alone, sir! Whenever somebody makes a joke that just doesn't quite work, I get an erection. More recently... <laughs> More recently, I've cut a hole in the side of my mattress and filled it full of those little individual packs of grape jelly I collected from the commissary trash. Whoa! 
What? I was then able to steal the cover off a Facts of Life DVD I found in the prison library. I taped Natalie's pick on my mattress and fucked the hell out of it while listening to Commander K. <laughs> oh, great. Natalie. I just imagine that sexy, vo- that sexy voice Blair? coming out of Natalie's mouth and pow, mayonnaise and grape jelly sandwich. Oh. <laughs> I, t- I tried it once with uh, Mrs. Garrett Pick, and it worked, too. I've actually been able to whore out my mattress now to some of the other guys. Oh. They usually bring their other picks to tape to it, Gross. but they all like to listen to Commander K while they're pounding it. <laughs> what? And I've got, like, 15 cartri- cartri- cartons of cigarettes now. Right. Anywho, I just thought you guys might want to know how much your work means to us. <laughs> I got some real cool ideas on how you might be able to market yourselves. If you're really interested, you can email me at redactedbyndoc or call my mom at redactedatndoc and she'll forward your info to my P.O. box. If she asks where I'm at, tell her I'm still fighting the ragheads over in Stan. <laughs> Live long and prosper. You're f- <coughs> your fan forever at redactedbyndoc. P.S. Tell Paul there are no robots here. Lol, get it? Because he makes that robot in jail joke all the time. <laughs> That's brilliant. Ridiculous. Well, That's just so well redacted by NDOC. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And it's about time I got a shout out. Oh, look out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you for all your support. <laughs> Preposterous. Uh, I, I hope you get another mattress soon. And... Uh, <laughs> You don't know there's no robots in there. You don't know what robots are like now. <laughs> robots are evolved. Highly evolved. If they were evolved enough to look like people, they'd be androids. That's what they are then. I'm, I'm an, an android, android in jail. jail. <laughs> there you go. Jeez. Don't encourage him. Wow. No, just robots in jail, guys. Just let him go. <laughs> Your Honor, Starfleet was founded to seek out new life. Well, there it sits. And speaking of, this is uh, when we record this April 5th. This is the anniversary of First Contact, the day Vulcans came to planet Earth in 2063. Oh, so yeah. So it's the pre-anniversary. <clears throat> it's a pre-anniversary. Live long and prostate. <laughs> so speaking of prostate, what did you do, guys? I made happy little trees. Ah, oh, you did. Yes, you you, you did. found a new craftsmanship. Oh, I found another goddamn hobby. Yeah. Like, I need another one, right? Really? So, my D&D campaign was missing something. It wasn't ter- uh, the dun- uh, Dwarven Forge, because I got a lot of that. But it needed, like, foliage and grass and terrain. So, I learned how to make little trees, and I'm working on making terrain now, and I spent a grip of money on it, and it's ridiculous. But they came out great. It looks pretty. It's easy to do, neat, man. Yeah. It really is. It's cool. So go to your local hobby store, pick up some stuff from Woodland Scenics, make yourself some happy little trees. Happy, happy little tree little, friends? <clears throat> happy little trees. And then throw your characters into a nightmare. There you go. <laughs> make you some Bob a Ross. A nightmare. Mm-hmm. What'd you do, guys? What else you do, guys? I've been playing the living fuck out of some poker. Oh, I've been yeah. playing the little living <laughs> fuck with, out of it with you. Kidding. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm on level 31 on uh, Full House Poker now. That game is super super addictive. I yeah. can see why it's so popular I've been around the it world. Too. It's really fun, and especially fun on Xbox because it converts it into you know magic points and stuff, and it's really it's cool. Magic so, magic points. points. Yeah, I really enjoy the hell out of it. That. And uh, what else have I been playing? Oh, I went back and beat Cold Sept last week. About time. Wow. Great. I'm going to play some more Cold Sept again soon. It's a great game. Dude, you were playing that game when we started this damn best, show. Best game ever, man. Best game ever. That's like I think that really is my number one. Didn't I say that was my number one game? Yeah. You yeah. should be playing some Torchlight. There you go. Well, I've, I do need to dip back into that. I get too tired at night. 
Poker's easy to play when I'm sleepy. Although I start to suck at it if I get yeah. too tired. Yeah, like, Damn. Oh, yeah? That's what you're going to do, motherfucker? Well, I'm all in. Oh, you beat me. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm the second hand. <laughs> you did that goes. twice. And that's the other knives are drawn and go, blood is shed. Go big or go home, everybody. <laughs> that's how it is. I was sitting there watching that. I'm like, did he just go all in? Yep. Wow. I don't know if and any other like geeky, twice in a row. really geeky stuff that I've done this week, though. I, I, pl- I played uh, Tron Evolution on Xbox 360. I promptly sent it back. <laughs> Man, he had, a, he had a few too many death by camera <laughs> incidents. That sure, uh, he's like, that's it. Really? It looked pretty, but it did look pretty. And I was interested in seeing where the story goes, but I guess I'll just read that on Wikipedia. Wow. Uh, but then I've been playing uh, uh, Dynasty Warrior Seven because there's just not enough of those. Oh man, do you like it? Uh, you know what? I ha- I jury's out. I haven't liked the last two. Jury's out. I've been pressing the X button a lot on this one. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> got to see how many more times I got to press the X button. You see, I pressed the X button, but then I started pressing the Y button, and it was on. <laughs> it's funny the number of times I've come home and he's playing a insert name here game that looks exactly like any of the Dynasty Warriors. They only games. release about three a year. I know. It's, it's ridiculous, and right? And now they've released, what, Legends of Troy, which is like set in the, the Roman same. times, the same damn game. You know what? Yeah, it is. Wait, I, I still like Dynasty, them. How many Dynasty yeah. Warrior games are there? Uh, officially seven, but that doesn't include the other 14 they've released. How, how oh, many well, times okay. can they play all the same story? It is the same story, too. It's the exact same story every single time. Uh, Romance Lube, of the Three Kingdoms. Guan Yu, right. Zhang Fei. Right? Same three guys. Cao Cao. Yeah. yeah. Works for Lang, Whatever. Yeah. and But you know what? Every time they cut... See it in my mailbox. It's that time of year again, mm. and I get happy. Hey, look behind you, uh, Kirsten. Let's see how many of them are on that shelf there. That's true. There's quite he's, a few. He's over bought there. a few of them. Jillian, but they did something Jillian, in Dynasty Jillian. Warriors Five that fucked with the program that I that they haven't come back from yet, in my opinion. Well, I haven't bought the last two, but, but again, fuckers. this one I haven't gone far enough. If you There's, like Chinese history, have you ever seen Red Cliff? Uh, it's the same damn thing. Have you seen it? Not yet. But I should really, I should really, I was telling this to Jeff the other day, I should really watch Red Cliff so I understand, because this is my seventh time playing through this game and I still have no idea how the story goes. <laughs> watch like the four hour <laughs> version. Me, there you like, go. I, I have no idea what this, this game is about. The story, he's like, I really should study some Chinese history. That's so all it's about. It's four about, and a half hour. It's about hitting version. the X button a lot of times and then hitting Y to finish off the move. That's it. That's what it's about. Kids, there is combo. a there is a two hour two two or two and a half hour version on Netflix of Red Cliff. If you can find the four and a half hour, yeah, version. the international version. Now, holy crap! Always better. It is bad. beautiful, beautiful movie. Oh, I bet it is. Nothing bad about that film. Hey, Christian. Two things. Um, I'll try to make it quick. First one, I saw a real interesting thing on, I believe it was uh, Discovery Science. Um, they're talking about science attempts to find the creator. And they were going through a whole bunch of little different theories and things like that. And the one that stood out was a guy who believes he's found the center of the brain that creates what he calls the God presence. And he talks about how people, near-death experiences and certain other enlightening experiences like that, talk about how they experience a presence there's something near them, something around them. Like that, that they kid can feel. that wrote the book, I've Been to Heaven. There you go. Anyone, anyone at all. And uh, he noted some of the commonalities of their experiences. And uh, what he found was uh, through neuroscience study, 
and this is a neuroscientist, by the way. Yeah. This guy found that there's a portion of the right temporal lobe that lights up when people experience this sensation. And his theory is that um, this presence gives you a feeling of contact with the infinite. And he thinks it springs from an anxiety about death. And humanity, once we became conscious, self-aware, and intelligent, we had to evolve this sense of the God presence because of anxiety about death. Because now we're self-aware, now we're thinking about death, and it weighs on us. And the whole connection to the infinite is, the, the logic he drew was infinite, no end, no end, no death. And it relates to the whole soothing nature of the experience. So he created this experiment where he has a helmet that has a magnetic coil in it. And you put the helmet on, and they actually showed an experiment with one, one student. And she's like in this big old softy, comfy chair. I mean, it's, you know, real soft and padded. They blindfold her to hell and gone, you know, layers of cotton and wrapping and all that. They put the helmet on, and it's almost like an isolation tank. Because right. he steps out of the room. It's like a fucking submarine door. Shunk! Chunk! Oh, like a send-up yeah. chamber? Yeah, sort of, you know, except probably because of the helmet. They can't do the whole salt water bath, right. you know? Okay. So she's in darkness, and they have her do some relaxation stuff. She gets a sort of sensory deprivation. They're, anal they're watching her brain waves. They activate her coil, and shortly thereafter, per portions of her brain start firing up. Right. And the, the, you know, the whole little reader doodad is... And they interview her afterward. And sure enough, she says that she can feel... At some point, she felt like six presences around her. And uh, she's like pointing up in the air as she's describing it to them. And he says that's very important because that's what humans do. When you're activating the temporal lobe, visualizing, imagining, quite often you're working your visualization uh, to, you know, looking up to do your visualization, which he says is, is a, a common reaction when you're doing temporal lobe activity. And he also said she felt very calm, felt very soothing. She even felt disconnected from her body which is another thing, the whole you're out of your body looking down on it experience that people reflected on. And they actually, he actually manufactured it from that uh, stimuli. And he said, if you think about it, you think about all the natural stimuli between people who have these spiritual experiences, like Martin Luther struck by lightning. There are so many New Agers running around talking about the connection with the, the, the whatever. Um, struck by lightning, traumatic blows to the head, stuff like that. It was very, very interesting. Sounds fascinating. Yeah. It was very fascinating. Then there was the other guy who said that we're in a virtual simulation. So oh. He related pixels to quanta. And he said that, um, that he, 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 he theorizes, he said, wouldn't it be something if we're in a virtual simulation? You know, at the rate processing power is going, he said in like 50 years, we're going to have computers that could actually uh, process a photorealistic environment almost to the level of pixel versus quanta. And uh, wouldn't that be something if hu future humans were actually evolved to a point where they were creating today's world as a virtual environment? Which is really funny because that brings up what I call the Boba Fett principle. Okay. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. George Lucas, prequels come out, and he said, okay, one of the things we're going to do is tell everybody where Boba Fett came from. 
And what does he do, Django Fett? So where did Boba Fett get his armor? From his dad. Yeah. Where did Boba Fett come from? He's a clone of his dad. Where did Boba Fett get slain one? From his dad. It's like... Where's, where did Django come from? He, exactly. Where yeah. did Django come from? You talk to a lot of New Agers, like my mom or George Reith, <laughs> yep. and you get space <laughs> oh aliens from the Pleiades constellation, <laughs> yeah. reptilian oh, creatures, no. tinkered with, hu- with monkey DNA and created a human. Because evolution, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so I actually asked him one point, okay, George, where did the reptiles come from? And I've asked my mom that too, and that's where you get the blank stare. Yeah, of course. Because it's like, okay, the creator, who created the creator? Yeah. yeah. And so you always run into that cycle of, you know, Chicken right. and so, egg. Exactly. So that was intensely fascinating. I thought that was really cool. Because I've heard a number of theories about where the spiritual experience comes from. Real quick, the second thing is a gift from oh my Fact God. Check Andy. Oh, you're what? kidding me. Oh, look at that. It's what we were talking about the other day. Cherry Pop-Tart. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just to prove that it exists. Oh, yeah, I know it exists. Wait, what is this? I don't Holy know. crap, it's different. Dirty Archie comic. I got, yes, sure I got, is. Oh, I got a, a Tijuana Bible of Hollywood women. The cover of mine says, check out what I found in the hardware section of all places. Yeah. A stud finder. I can use one of these. <laughs> yep, this is Cherry Pop-Tart, the pornographic comic that looks... Uh, and drawn in the Archie style. It that sure is awesome. Is. You wow. got number five, number six. Yeah, he may have the whole, I don't know. Number what seven, got. number There's eight. Cherry and the Pirates, what? And, all right. and, and that's no holds barred in here. This is all hardcore stuff. I, I am looking at an Archie comic yeah. girl. Uh, there you go right there. Dressed as the uh, scene. <laughs> Statue right. of Liberty holding a dildo. Too bad for our viewers, but hey, folks. Um, so anyway, so that, that there, are my, there are my two things. <laughs> Sorry, to, two know, things. That, that's it's, great. It apparently yeah. started as cherry pop tart, but then they switched over to just be cherry. Yeah. And the greatest part is that that extended description uh, gives some something for the correctional facility people to loop for a good, nice mattress <laughs> that's run. Right. <laughs> Think about God and cherry pop tart while you're banging your bed. Redacted by NDOC. This one says 1992. I think we're yeah. just gonna have to call him redacted. Cherry's That's just jubilee too many syllables. This is this is all stuff I care about. So that can only mean there's time for shit I don't care about. News yeah. I don't give a shit about. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it. Uh, Universal Studios Hollywood has officially announced that Jimmy Fallon will be their brand new virtual host on the famed studio tour. I can't wait to not see that. Which over 150 million people have <laughs> taken part in. Uh, Fallon will be introducing and setting up videos that will play on the new HD screens that are now part of the tram cars after some major high-tech upgrades were unleashed on the park, including the new 3D King Kong experience. The comedian and SNL alum will be uh, taking over as the virtual host sometime this spring. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jimmy Fallon's taking over, virtual wow. host of the tram ride. You know, th- that Damn. kills me about the guy. The guy is like an uber gadget head. So, like, when I see him on these tech shows and he's, like, really going gaga over the things that there's in, I get that part about him. But why is he just not funny? I, I, I watch Damn. the guy he just laughs at his own shit. Not, there not you go. Funny. That's the key. The did, thing- you, did you see Colbert's uh, Singing Friday? Oh, I, I tried to, but they, uh, the, the people that be at NBC took it all down. Oh, really? Yeah. They took that down already? Oh, yeah. What? what? All over the I place. I saw it. Yeah, it's already I, I, down. I tried to. Yeah. Why are they Every taking it down? Every time I went down? to go for it, it was like 
This has been removed for copyright restriction law. Bullshit. What is uh, Ark House coming down on NBC or some I bullshit? Don't know where the origin from. But all I know is did they not pay the cover fee? <laughs> <laughs> Got to get down on it. That was funny when I was. Yeah, that sucks too. I want to go to Universal like soon, and now I got to deal with Jimmy Fallon. Well, the thing I'm not sure of yet is this going to be a combination of live stra- uh, tram tour with Jimmy Fallon, or is Jimmy Fallon taking over the whole thing and you no longer have the live person? I'm not sure. I what's honestly going on hope that. they don't get rid of the live person. I know because, that's so tried and true. I mean, yeah, it's one nice thing to have you know, the, the little historical video clips playing on the monitors, like the last time I was there, which is like five years ago, or actually almost, yeah, almost six years ago, and uh, it was fun. You know, like you got the person talking and he's pointing out little tidbits, and then there's like a little video. Historical thing that shows like old footage of the park and you know what the way that area looked, and then some little trivia clip, and then it goes back to the person running the ride. Like the Disneyland uh, River Adventure, I feel with the live person talking, you get their version of the ride, so it's not the same every time. I don't want to go on there if it's. Yeah, kind (laughs) of, except that most people didn't vary from the script. When they did, I appreciated it a lot, but. uh, but here, I, I want that personalized experience that people have written their own jokes for or whatever. That's, that makes it a very unique experience, and I don't want to see it so streamlined that it's all the same yeah. video screen. What happens when the ride breaks down or something? You know, they probably stall. turn on the video screen that says, Let me tell you please something. remain in your seats. Star Trek, when it was first starting out, I mean, we would go through the ride with our friends and family. I went, th- I went through the ride with some friends, and Charlie Huddleston man, it was the King was the king of stalling. Dude had us there for 10 minutes. The ride was busted or stalled or something, and he would just straight face Charlie, playing like a Vulcan, doing the whole, well, uh, see, the sensors were down because of the gravitational flux. He could write three of those shows in a day. 10 minutes of that. And let me tell you, after the third minute, you run out of shit to say. He's he's the reason I got a job over there. Charlie Huddleston is pimp extraordinaire number one. The man is a Vulcan. And uh, it's a shame he didn't get to stay around longer at uh, Trek. Bigger and better things awaited him in California. Well, also no his shame. wife is pretty hot. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a shame per se. It's a shame for us. Uh, but uh, that's all right. Yes, I've and Michelle, felt his, that his girl Michelle, is the hot business too. Star Both of them are Trek awesome. Functioned best when it was a stepping stone or a way station. True. Not a great. Mine was a long term way station. <laughs> Mine was a long term way station. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of ironic. I was talking to Vernon. Yeah. Uh, about. Um, uh, uh, gondoliers and it seems like the circle has turned there was a point when people went to Star Trek then went off to be gondoliers at the Venetian and now it looks like it's the other way around former Star Trek people are heading into the Vene- uh, the Venetian to sit and it's sort of like Venetian has now become the the new track the new graveyard <laughs> the graveyard where dancers go to die in this town <laughs> what else hey, you got this is hurting man Emmy winning actor Brian Cranston who's awesome, Yeah, is negotiating to play the villain in the upcoming remake of Total Recall. That's the good news. The bad news is... The other news, according to Heat Vision, the new version of the story will not take place on Mars, like Philip K. Dick's original story, We Can Remember It For You Wholesale, or the original 1990 film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Instead, 
The script for the new film involves a battle between the nation states, Euro America and New Shanghai. Oh, Lord. Cranston uh. will play Vilos Cohagen, the same villain, same name as the villain in the 1990 film, who in this version is the leader of Euro America and is planning to invade New Shanghai. Doug Quaid, played by Schwarzenegger in the original, is being portrayed this time by Colin Farrell. In this story, Quaid is a new Shanghai factory worker who starts to think he's a spy, but is not sure which side he's spying This is for. going to be the worst thing ever. <laughs> this is going to be worse than AIDS and a fist in your face. This is going wow. to be terrible. <laughs> the new film by Paul Mattingly, A Fistful of AIDS. Is it going to be as <laughs> bad as Wonder Woman? Is it going to be bad or worse than Wonder Woman? Uh, yes. Okay. I think it'll be worse wow. than Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman's being made for TV. This is going to be garbage. Colin Farrell. Barf. He's not a bad actor. It just it seems he like gets attached to some bad yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's what I was going to say. Whatever. He's making money. He's a dingus, though. He's two foot two. Two foot two. No, he's not. He's two foot tall. You ever see him? He's two foot tall, and uh, he's I a dingus. Have yeah, him. yeah. He's two foot two. He's Irish. He's a leprechaun, right? He is. He's a leprechaun, all right. And finally, news you don't give a shit about: Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, Arnold Braunschweiger. Oh, is this the governor? Fresh off his eight-year stint as California's governor, has given Entertainment Weekly an exclusive look at his newest project. Uh, says Schwarzenegger, when I ran for governor back in 2003, I started hearing sorry, people wait, talking what, about what, the what governor. What is he saying? I'm sorry, wait. No, wait, it's not wait, working wait. for you? Is this... It's not working for you? No. <laughs> no. Give me now, what believe me later. <laughs> okay, when I ran for governor. <laughs> back in 2003. <laughs> Who was this weird French-Hungarian man? Was it? <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I know. It. I, got, I got no <laughs> Schwarzenegger in it. <laughs> Uh, and I started hearing people talking about the governator. <laughs> I thought the word was cool. So governator combined two worlds, the world of <laughs> politics and the movie world. And this cartoon what? brings everything together. Oh, boy. It combines the governor, the terminator, the bodybuilding world, the true lies. Would it, would it help if I told you Stan Lee was in charge of it? Oh, no. no. It makes it even worse. Stan Retire, Lee is the Stan. worst animated project ever. The Governor will be... Stripperella? Lightspeed? No. Oh. It'll be both a cartoon show and a comic book coming out in 2012. Says Stan Lee, the Governor would knock the hell out of Iron Man. Um, no. Uh. There are many politicians that could lend themselves to a cartoon... But as far as being a superhero, luckily there is only one Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I got him. Yeah, you got him, all right. You got him, Stanley. Way to go! But wait, you Heather had... in the Cap, creator of Spider-Man. Get it together, you asshat! <laughs> you Retire, Jesus Christ! You haven't even heard the description. Stop of the whole thing. Stop yet. before you kill again. <laughs> you fucking maniac! It's not as self-explanatory as you think. This is the description. Along with the Arnold Cave. The Governor will have... The Arnold Cave! <laughs> That's where Maria loses her fingernails. Inside my Arnold Cave. Uh. Hey, Maria. Maria, put your hand all the way inside the Arnold Cave this time. Otherwise, I can't climax. Oh! Oh! Grab my lower intestine from inside and squeeze it. Do it. Do it. Do it, Maria. Squeeze inside the Arnold Cave. The Governor will have a fleet of super vehicles at his disposal. 
<laughs> a closet full of super suits that allow him to fly and perform other super stunts, and a team of colorful sidekicks such as Zeke Muckerberg, the precocious 13-year-old computer whiz. Fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> Fuck off! Zeke Muckerberg? <laughs> Seriously? Are you writing for George Lucas now? Why don't I just Fuck. Call Jew Heap Town? What the fuck? Did he create Bakefuss? What the? Ah, oh, come on! What a bunch of bullshit! Naturally, there will also a bunch be bunch of bullshit recurring supervillains, including an evil organization called Gangsters, Imposters, Racketeers, Liars, and Irredeemable Ex-Cons, or Girly Men for short. Oh my lord! Oh, wow. Did Dana Carvey get a slice of his pie? Because that's him and Neyland stuff right there. For Schwarzenegger, the cartoon is obviously the next best thing to being president. Quote, what? What? The I, next best thing to being president? I love the idea of a I can't be president. control center but blow my house with a path so that boats and submarines can go right into the ocean, he tells EW. <clears throat> In the cartoon, I love my... it when the submarine goes into the Arnold Cave. <laughs> but in Put the... it in there, Maria. Do it. Ow. In, my, in the cartoon, my house is much closer to the beach than where we live, but you know it's a cartoon. The governor is going to be a great superhero, but he will also be Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lee says of the semi-fictional character. We're semi-fictional! <laughs> sem- sem- what part of this is not fictional? Now listen, we're using all the personal elements of Arnold's life. We're using his wife, Maria Shriver. I knew it! We're using his kids. We're using the fact that he used to be the governor, only after he leaves the governor's office, Arnold decides to become a crime fighter and builds a secret high-tech crime fighting center under his house in Brentwood. Despite this, Schwarzenegger admits that he hasn't told his wife about the project yet. He thinks that it will be a big surprise for her. Yeah, surprise! I'm going to be poor again. Surprise! Can you, can you imagine the meeting between Schwarzenegger and Stan Lee? Can you imagine what that meeting was like? Two people getting collectively dumber after that meeting. Yeah, let's, let's make the governor. I think it's a great idea. No, no. This is the same guy who also brought us... Oh, what was his name? Uh... The first season of uh, So You Want to Be a Superhero. Uh, Fat Mama and the it, other guy. Was it Lightspeed? No, it, it wasn't no, Lightspeed. Light, oh, the oh. guy who got his powers from video games. The guy who won? Yeah. Who's he didn't the, get his powers from video games, did Oh, he? yes, he did. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, that's how he got his power? Yeah. Initially, like, he doesn't keep getting them from video games. Yeah, he does. He picks up a video game, and he absorbs the powers of whoever is the protagonist of the video game. No, Lightspeed was the first guy. Lightspeed was, Light, Light was just some other thing wow. that he made. Yeah. No, I was about two people in a room getting collectively dumber. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first I feel dumber already. <laughs> <laughs> what was his I really, name? I really like that name? show, the uh, the first season of uh, oh, Never God, Watch. Oh, that's going to bother me. You look... Yeah. And Mama I'm going to be all really upset because I'm sure Redacted now got turned on by Paul's Arnold sex voice. Oh, <laughs> oh Maria. Maria, keep it inside of me. Don't let go. Ah, I can't wait until you lose more of your press on nails inside of my intestines. Ah. Okay, now that's starting to get a little French Hungarian there, oh. too, buddy. Keep your press on Must nails be when he's in having my sex. Pre- oh, put your press on nails inside of me. And that's all the news you give a shit. Don't give a shit about. All right. So that can only bring us to Weekend Geek. Yeah. I got it bit of news for you turns out that I'll be incarcerated for an undetermined amount of time now they're going to put me in robo gitmo 
Why are you being reincarcerated, robot in jail? Because because I I got my oil changed at gunpoint. I I took oil from a Jiffy Lube at gunpoint. I robbed a Jiffy Lube. Okay, I killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here I thought it's because you violated your DRM. Ha ha ha! <laughs> That's awesome. Rumors have been circulating of a new disc format coming for the Xbox 360 as part of its newest system update and have since been uh, practically confirmed that with tester job listings. Now, new sources from Digital Foundry are saying the new discs could pack an additional one gigabyte of storage space. Usually the maximum storage allowance for a standard dual-layer DVD is 6.8 gigabytes out of 7.9, 5 gigabyte available, the remainder being the format partition security software. A reduction of this space, if the reports are to be believed, is what will allow additional gigabyte of space. If the sources are accurate, the extra storage will be coming from the innermost circles of the disk, the parts that take the longest to read. This would mean most developers will take about an extra 15% of space, but will also have to account for longer read times on the disk. All right. Oh, and on a side note, his name was Feedback. Do you remember this? Does anyone I remember, remember this feedback? Guy? But feedback, feedback wasn't. <clears throat> Lightspeed was the guy who won. No, feedback won. Did feedback win? Feedback won. And beat so out. the smartometer declines <laughs> once again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just was it feedback who got, his, who got his own comic book? You know, Engadget uh, yeah. was mentioning about the that new Xbox right. format stuff and was saying that they were actually trying to also increase the disc size, the full the full volume of the disc to 10 gigabytes. It'd be nice. And then. Developers could, you know, fill up more usable space. And as anyone who has been following the saga between Sony and George Geohot Holtz knows, yeah. uh, Sony is a tad displeased with the Holtz finally cracking the long uncracked PS3 and has been publicly targeting him with legal action. This has previously gotten of the attention of the hacker community as Sony supposedly reached out for another prominent hacker with a job offer and it said hacker turned down due to Sony's treatment of Hotz. Now infamous hacker group Anonymous, who claimed responsibility for hacking well-known institutions Gawker and MasterCard, have turned their sights on Sony, officially declaring war on the technology giant due to their treatment of Hotz. Their announcement, which can be uh, seen on anonnews.org, this is uh, their official announcement. Congratulations, Sony. You have now received the undivided attention of Anonymous. Your recent legal action against our fellow hackers, Geohot and Graf Jacolo, have not only alarmed us, it has been deemed wholly unforgivable. You have now abused the judicial judicial system. The judicial system in an attempt to to censor information on how your products work. Oh, a push on a bench! Okay! Hooah! Oh boy, man. You have victimized your own customers merely by possessing (laughs) and sharing information and continue to target every person who seeks this information. In doing so, you have violated the privacy of thousands. This is the information they were willing to teach the world for free. The very same information you wish to suppress for sake of corporate greed and complete control of the users. Now you will experience the wrath of Anonymous. You saw a hornet's nest, you stuck your penises in it, you must face the consequences <laughs> of your actions. Anonymous style. Knowledge is free. We are anonymous. We are legion. We do not forgive. We do not forget. Expect us. Anonymous hack, go! Oh my god! Oh! 
Objection! Overruled! Oh man! Oh no! Someone disrupt our whole judicial system! Anonymous, they're like ninjas! No, our jujitsu is stronger than your jujitsu. Anonymous, you have no honor. You claim your name or you have no honor. One of four ching chong potato. That doesn't um, ever get old. So when is this doesn't. hacking a PS3? Forgive, uh, I mean, for the geeks out there who don't quite know what's going on. Oh, it's apparently cracked the security system of the PS3, uh, put it out there on the internet that this is how it's done, wow. and Sony went kabang, And ka-smash. the security system does what, exactly? Uh, uh, keeps the uh, PS3 from being hacked, be turned into other things, be able to use other things with it, use other operating systems with it. Yeah. Um, oh. In some cases, uh, cracked wow. games. Nice. Being able to like offload your games onto the hard drive and play off the hard drive rather than going in and taking your discs that you've got in your collection, popping them out and plugging them in. Basically enabling it for piracy and other uh, nefarious well, means. Untoward that's, and nefarious That's what Sony that's is what claiming. They, yeah. But it can do other stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And, and thus showing all the amazing connect hacks that have happened out there. Yeah. Exactly. Because Microsoft got evil. the good sense to step back and say, go to town. Because Microsoft is led, at least still now to a point, at least uh, spiritually, by a guy who started off hacking and breaking other people's shit and stealing it. <laughs> Well, I mean, Microsoft. Microsoft. Microsoft's official stance on Microsoft is that hang <laughs> is that it's a peripheral, and they're yes. not actually hacking the source code of it. Right. They're manipulating. They're making software that takes advantage of the software that's already built in there to get it to do things other than what it was designed for. Hmm. So Microsoft mm-hmm. is actually encouraging people yeah. to go through and... They've outsourced the their research to the public. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Now if they can get their shit together with IE9. Don't even get me started. Oh, oh, you know, the, the, the two of you have had nothing but problems with it. I've had no problems with it at all. Dude, whatever. I, I deal with e-commerce all day, and it's, it's an issue. I tried to back up to IE8... And there's no version of IE8 for Windows 7 anymore. You can only use the Vista version. <laughs> so they 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 pummeled me. They got me. Screw it. That's Go right. Firefox. Go Chrome. Actually, IE8 no. from your disc, your your DVD-ROM. No. I'm pretty sure you could. Well, yeah, but the thing is, you'll be up. I don't want to go into this on the screen. <laughs> good story. Good story. Good story. Good story. Good story. Good story. Talk. Good talk, everybody. Don't want to. Just, good, game. good game. Don't even leave me there. <laughs> The creators of the children's television series Zodiac Island claims that they have lost 14 episodes of the cartoon due to a disgruntled employee who was fired from their data housing company hacking into the network computers and irreversibly damaging bits of 14 episodes of the show. Wow. wow. I'll never know what happens on Zodiac Island. Oh, no. They'll have no fury like a geek. The hacker, who seems to actually be named Michael Scott Jusen, oh, was able to destroy 6,480 files, which totaled 300 gigabytes of data and included bits of 14 episodes of the cartoon, uh, which the Hawaii-based production company, where One World Network claims were unable to be reclaimed, reassembled, or reproduced, as their data hosting company, Cyberlink, states that their backup procedure failed. Zodiac Meaning Island. Didn't fucking do it. Zodiac Island has aired on over 100 U.S. television stations, including ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC affiliates. 
The lost data includes animation artwork and live footage over two years of work from hundreds of people over three dozen companies. Uh, Where One is suing both Juicin and Cyberlink for breach of contract, computer fraud, con- uh, conversion, and negligence. Wow. Never seen it. This is the most precious things you ever getting. I never heard it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what? We should, we should sue it. someone for yeah. deleting old episodes of the show. <laughs> Looks yeah, impressed. Yeah. Don't tamper with the jujitsu system! <laughs> No more fire and creams. No more fire and creams. Stop creaming fire and gold. All your fire and creams, you drive up the price of the jujitsu system. (laughs) (laughs) Real cases don't go through. After a one-shot airing airing in December, um, great. (laughs) (laughs) That guy blew. Hey Todd, good story. <laughs> if you're playing at home, drink now. Yeah. <laughs> Already done, sir. <laughs> After a one-shot airing in December, BBC Four is ordering three new episodes of its Dirk Gently uh, series, based on the Douglas Adams novel Jer- Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Dirk sh- Dently. That's what I said. The show garnered decent <laughs> ratings. Did you say Dirk Dently? Dirk Gently. Okay. Jerk and Gently plus. or Jerk Dently? Jerk Gently. I won't call it Jerk Gently. Yeah, this is going to be a two-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hold <laughs> jerks it gently. gently. Tug chuckle. He likes to jerk <laughs> tug, gently. Tug chuckles. Slap tickle. That's what they call me. Tug <laughs> chuckles. <laughs> tug <laughs> chuckles. Sometimes that's not right. That is a great sidekick name. Tug chuckles. <laughs> jerk gently. Uh, the show garnered decent ratings and buzz to merit a few more installments. Uh, starring uh, Jay, uh, Stephen Mangan as the title character. The first episode was written by Howard Overman, who also created the super- superhero series Misfits who will also write for these new episodes. Uh, the producer says, uh, what the hope is, because there's only two and a half books, is that we can cherry-pick little bits from them over many, many episodes. Hopefully, over the course of the series, we'll be able to take little bits and keep doing so for longer than if Dirk Gently had been adapted straight from the books. Well, that's cool. All right. I like Dirk Gently. That's better. Uh, back in 2009, uh, Gilberto Sanchez uh, bought a bootleg of X-Men Origins Wolverine off the street and uploaded it to Mega Upload weeks before its official May 1st release. Uh-oh. He was arrested and pleaded guilty to one count of uploading a copyright work being prepared for commercial distribution. Now he faces sentencing on September 19th, which could mean three years in prison and or a $250,000 fine or, quote, twice the gross gain or gross loss attributable to the offense, whichever is greater, unquote. Uh, Sanchez, again, was not the person initially responsible for the leak. That person is yet to be found. Wow. That sucks. Sucks to be you, Dirty Sanchez. How'd they find him? They caught him riding Dirty Sanchez. Mega Upload? (laughs) Yeah, is, uh, is that easy to trace or not? Or well, Mega Upload's one of those sites where you go and okay, I want to see a TV show that yeah, yeah. just came out or whatever, and I don't have HBO. We go there. I watched the whole damn two, three seasons of Weeds off that thing. So bear, watch it there, Barry. So it's it's share. It's not, I didn't upload it's not shit. Like a torrent. You're going to be on the wrong end of the jujitsu I just pushed a bunch of buttons, motherfucker. I didn't upload anything. Oh, it's one hand washes the other. Over. Internet piracy kick. Go! Yeah. <laughs> it is confirmed 
that Leonard Nimoy will join the cast as, as Sentinel Prime in Michael Bay's upcoming Transformers, Dark oh, Side of the Moon. Yeah. Oh, my shit just got hard as fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Nimoy was part of the first animated Transformers movie. Yes, he, he was! Perceptor. He voiced no, the voice. No, he was, was the voiceover, you dingus. He was Galvatron. Oh, he was Perceptor. Oh, well, he was per- what was he? He voiced the role of Galvatron. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and was featured Perceptor? among an all-star cast that included Eric Idle and Orson Welles. Yeah. Oh, his that final up, role. Brett Zachary Gar. Quinto. Yeah, Orson Welles in his no. final role. They did. They, they, they advertised it that way, didn't they? They yeah, sold I think it that so. way. So, wow. In his final role oh as my. the planet-eating monster fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Oh, uh, Unicron. <laughs> Uh, Nemo like eh, is also married to Michael Bay's cousin. Oh, isn't that fucking convenient? On asking Nemo to join the cast, Bay said, I was too scared to ask him. Plus, he's married to Susan Bay, who's a cousin of mine, so I had to be careful. I've met him at uh, family functions, but he told me I would be honored. I'm glad to be back. <clears throat> That's sure. cool. Yeah. Voiceover. Yeah, That's not going to be too taxing. Now the only the only hope that I have now is that they do a Transformers Star Trek crossover, like they've done with the Star Wars vehicles. Would that not be the awesomest thing ever if they did Star Trek vehicles that were Transformers? No. <laughs> what you don't want? You want a shuttle pod that turns into o- O'Brien? He's still jaded because of the uh, the Star <laughs> does, Wars Transformers. Who does the shuttle pod that turns into O'Brien? I do. I won't be. I won't be satiated until I get a, a DS9 that turns into Rene Arjambois. Arjambois. Arjambois! The most oh. deadly strike of the judicial system. <laughs> the the Arjambois! Disney Pixar. Oh, boy. Disney Pixar ah. has confirmed a prequel to Monsters, Inc. Prequel? In which its star monsters, Sully and Mike, will meet and become friends. Boo! Because according to the press release, this is not how their relationship began. Is it going to be when Harry met Sully? Quoting his Nothing! His Nothing! His Crystal's in, but unfortunately... Yeah, no, it could be. Mike Wazowski! According to... Oh, I'm writing shit down. His shit Nothing. list is like Paul Mattingly, number one. Wet <laughs> Scully. Uh, according to the press list, uh, everybody n- knows at this point Mike and Scully, amazing friends, the best of friends. But as it turns out, in this story, that wasn't always the case. Oh. No. From the moment they met at university, they couldn't stand each other. Damn. This story takes you through the ups and downs and how they overcame their own differences. That actually sounds really funny. That could be really funny. Well, it's yeah. definitely an about face from the scrapped sequel, which was supposed to be about Boo growing up and the monster searching for her. No, thank you. Uh, Monsters University is expected to be released on November 2nd, 2012. And does not have a director attached. Uh, wow. The original director, uh, Pete uh, Doctor, is working on his own top secret project slated for 2013 2014. Top secret project, aka Finding Nemo 2. Shout Factory. Keep it under your hat, folks. Yeah. <laughs> we. Uh, Shout Factory one. has the rights to the first 65 episodes of the Mask Cartoon <gasps> and will be releasing them on DVD. Mask. Paul's little boner just got a little bigger. Did. I like me some mask. His little just got hard. That's right. 
still always riding high on Venom's trail. Come see the laser ray. I, I hated the way away. that every time in Mask, okay, here's a mission. Who are we going to choose? The same fucking people over and over again. They never chose the weird ones. I just like the bad Jack Nicholson guy, Stiletto Fire. That was that was my guy. Yeah, he was yeah. whack. They're all whack. Who I have the, so many mask vehicles mint in box at home. Whoa, it's really? Weird. Yeah. <clears throat> well, mint in box except for the UPC codes cut out to get the special mail in. <laughs> oh yeah, the mail in, the mail in UPC. Uh, it was so, a, it's a toll booth that turns into a, a laser station. Yeah. So hardly mint. I got then. three of them. Yeah. <laughs> but they're still fucking minty toys, man. Oh yes. MIB minus UPC. I had the yeah. the mountain. What's it called? Boulder Station? Yeah, I had that. I didn't have Boulder Station. I think it's called Boulder Station. Wow, between so, the two see, of you, you've got a set. We've almost got all of Mask. You, you know, two I, I had I, the I, Ma- Max Mayhem thing, the, the jet that turned into a helicopter. Yeah, that my brother had that one. That was his. That was I had cool. the motorcycle I ended up getting, helicopter. I had I got, that, but it was so lame. I got yeah, the snake oil lame. truck. That was one of my big presents for my birthday one year when I was like 14. I got the fucking <laughs> snake oil rig. Did you ever see that one? No. Oh, God, it has a huge cock-shaped missile in it. You right? <laughs> <laughs> you, raise, you raise the fucking <laughs> top of the of the tanker, and it's just a just a donger of a missile, <laughs> and it shoots big fat missiles, fatty fucking missiles. And in the front of the the front you of the semi truck, when you were a kid, the front of the semi truck folds down and uh, turns into like a, a a missile launching station. It's not the most effective of their vehicles. That was a good one. The fifty seven Chevy was my brother's. But I, I see I, little baby famous Paul telling all his friends, all right, hit the missile. I'll bend over. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> I didn't do hit that right shit in there. often. Often. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's smart enough. He overtime. figured out a remote. That's right. Fighting crime. I didn't like putting toys up my Fighting ass. Crime. They were never the same. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're always trying to give your toys to us, man. I don't oh, want any of That explains shit a few things. That yeah. does. It does. Explains <laughs> a lot. Here, take this. Don't smell it. Don't, t- don't smell it. Just enjoy it. Never looked a gift toy Don't from smell Paul Paul's in the nose. toys. No. <laughs> or his fingers. Some of those have a lot of spikes. Yeah. Yes, they do. Especially yes, those older toys. It's called, called a, a Kentucky Tickler. The <laughs> 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 Kentucky Tickler. Oh, we got spike ore. We got, we got the silver it's, hawk. So that's it's what not, you used to do with Mechanic. Yep. It's not complete yep. unless you're doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Oh. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Honey, you're buddy. welcome. Maria, get the moss man and jab him in the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> of all the ones you don't want it's in. Moss right? man, really? Moss man, moss man and Grizzlow. I've ruined them both. <laughs> they will clean you out. Yeah. Well, Grizzlow really will. Grizzlow <laughs> will clean your, your sides of your walls. That'd be a great uh, uh, mask fig, uh, He-Man thing, something. they got to come out with colonic. The, the figure? Yeah. Colonitron? Mm-hmm. Colonic. Oh Colonic. Get some He-Man figures. Kit Bash. Make it. I'll sell it. Kit Bash. According to Deadline. <laughs> that was your camp name, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought he played in, I thought he played Fatty Brick's sidekick. <laughs> Spider-Man. Fuck this. <laughs> Who's the guy we just came up with? Oh, Tug Chuckle? Tug Chuckle. Yeah. No, he, Tug Chuckle is the assistant... To the newspaper publisher played by Griddle Asscakes. <laughs> Good old Griddle Asscakes. This is a great story I never want to see. <laughs> All right, Kit Bash. <laughs> Calm down, Kit. Okay, Fatty. <laughs> According to Deadline, 
M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan that's enough. That's enough. Stop right there. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. What a Fuck twist. that shit. Will direct, quote, oh, 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 an entitled futuristic science fiction oh, adventure film. God oh. damn it. God damn it. That will star Will Smith. Oh! oh. oh. Smith's son, Jaden, will oh. star. Oh! oh. <laughs> And just to make it a complete family oh, venture... The kid? The other Joe, one? Smith's wife, Jada Pinkersmith, oh. is listed as one of the producers along with her husband. Oh. 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 Shea Milan has co-written the script When's for the movie. When's he passing this turd? With the book of Eli writer, Gary Witta, oh. which was reportedly titled 1000 AE when he first began Man. talking about late last year. The tale... Set in the far future involves oh, a young geez. boy and his father whose oh, really? spaceship crashes on Earth oh, 1,000 no. years after it's been abandoned. Oh, so it's after... Oh, okay. Like Titan AE? Yeah. Uh, Shyamalan said his uh, new release in his new release statement, uh, The chance to make a scary science fiction film starring Jaden and Will is my dream project. That's your dream project? Yeah, because it will make money. It will be the first movie that he's done that's made money since The Sixth Sense. It will. So that is, of course, his dream. Wasn't Devil supposed to be one of three? (laughs) Which one? That That movie, Devil? Probably. Now, that's a whole separate thing. That's that's the Night Chronicles. He's not writing any of those. He's not directing any of those. It's just from his mind. Those are story ideas that he's thrown to other people to make movies out. Really? That's what that is. He just goes, hey... Here's something I thought about. Yeah. He was contracted right. for three movies. Gross. As opposed to Spider-Man, fuck this, which we are holding <laughs> on to, people. Spider-Man, TM. fuck this. You know what? I keep hearing that, that fucking show is done. Everybody hates that show. Well, they haven't rewritten it yet. No. It might might be no, awesome. You think be they're just going to cut their losses? <laughs> That's a lot of losses. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to go, it's gonna go up just to recoup some of the money they've thrown in it. What a piece of crap. If they can, if they can get butts in the seats, they'll do it. Yeah, and they can get butts in the seats. Let's face yeah. it; get, they're getting a lot. of I want to sell T-shirts outside the theater that say "Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark" is a giant turd. Don't go see it. <clears throat> I bet I make a lot of money. If you get say all that a T-shirt that says all that "Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark" <laughs> is a giant turd. Don't, Don't go, go see, see it. it. I bet I'll make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> How much is that T-shirt? Um, it's four hundred dollars. <laughs> what is that written on the back? Yes. Yeah, yeah. This whole conversation is written all over the shirt. How much is that T-shirt? Uh, that's four hundred dollars. Is that written on the back? Why? Yes, it is. So is this and so, this. So is this and this too. <laughs> shit, I'm out of parenthetical Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Shit, I'm out of shirt. <laughs> shit, I'm out of shirt. I just ran out of Read shirt. Read the front again. <laughs> <laughs> TM. <laughs> That's right, viewers. We own that one too. That's Don't right. even try it. Lockdown. I'll try it. Just pay me for it. <laughs> That's what we're here for. We are a font of good ideas. Oh, there you and go. by good, I mean questionable. <laughs> Dangerous. It's like you can take any ideas that we have as long as you pay us for them. Oy. If you want to run with it, sure. Print up a hundred T-shirts. Just pay us for it. I got two or words we'll for you. Unleash the jujitsu system on you. <laughs> I got two words for you, public. Robot tuna. We will kung su your I'll take ass. money. That's for right. That. There's already a robot tuna. Where? 
like MIT. They have like a little robot tuna that they use to study the uh... motherfuckers owe me money. <laughs> <laughs> They've had that for like ten years. They owe me ten God years of money. <laughs> wow, I'm glad That's I'm right. not Barry. I'll have another one for you. I'll have another one for you. I think a shot of whiskey, and I'll have another one for you. Abusion, those damn MIT people. Duh, I'm Barry. Duh. <laughs> I'd take money for that. It's like there's twins of you here. (laughs) (laughs) Duh, duh, duh. Barry's my name. Duh. TM. My name is Barry. Duh. Read the back of the shirt. Duh. No, that's on the back. Don't be jealous. (laughs) The new Conan the Barbarian movie starring Jason Moma of Stargate Atlantis fame. Jason Moma? Moma. Yes. Conan. Kirsten's wearing a Conan shirt right now. Yes, he is. Okay. Does it say Conan? Kind of. Kind of. It's a. Yeah, it's an adapted work. Yeah, uh, it won't be. It won't be hitting uh, theaters until later this summer. But its star just revealed that there are already plans for a sequel. While in the UK to promote HBO's epic fantasy series Game of Thrones, uh, Moma plays Cal Drogo. The actor was asked if there were plans down the line for at least one sequel, and his response was, "Oh yeah," which is a very Moma response. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Moma is also enthusiastic about how Conan the Barbarian is shaping up and thinks fans will be really, really happy when they see the new movie. Quote, I got to see a rough cut and people are going to be stoked. They're, we're not remaking anything that Arnold did. It's a totally new story. The same legendary character. We're taking these tons and tons of great Robert E. Howard stories from the 30s and combining a couple and bringing Breathe, the audience person. in a Breathe. way that's fresh and new. Fresh, Breathe, fresh and new. Fresh and new from the 30s stories? Yeah. How Except close? for the part where Conan's family gets slaughtered. That's not from the Arnold movie. Oh, and this frustrates me, too, because I love Momoa. I mean, he actually was... Uh, he's, he's researched it. He's read the Howard stories and stuff. And up until this moment, he's been saying all the right things. But he's promoting the movie. So my hope is it's, it's just like the original Conan. It's going to be... An, Good fantasy movie that has nothing to do with Robert E. Howard. Uh, no, uh, I heard with you. I the scuttlebutt I've heard is that this Conan uses a gun and wears Crocs. So I don't See, know if it's going to be. I heard something to, similar. He actually uses a whip and has a sidekick that's actually a banana. That would work for me. Yeah, yeah. Kristen's going to be the guy outside the theater saying it was a fun movie, but everything was wrong. Boo hey, Conan, we should go and fight this village. I don't think so. It would have been so much so. better if they cast a banana with Kit Bash. I don't think so, banana. <laughs> I don't think this village deserves my wrath. Oh, Conan, it does. Trust me. It's the effeminate banana? Yeah. Kit hey, Bash, the effeminate hey, banana. Conan. Hey, Conan, let's go get a guy and tie him to a horse. Why would we do that, banana? What would the purpose be? Because that's a barbaric thing to do. He should be barbaric. No, banana. <laughs> you need to calm down. You get a little crazy. Oh, Conan, come on. Can anybody tell me when we got into an episode of Brown Apple here? <laughs> oh, yeah, you. that's where I'm hearing when, this when from. When did the whole freaking universe change? <laughs> wow, Google that one if you can. Well, I don't I even think, know if it's on I the internet Conan anymore. Conan and the Banana Barian is a good fucking... Conan and What's the weird is, is watching him switch hats every time he changes a character. Yeah, <laughs> he actually has one hat on each side of him. Yeah, well, I can't. I don't do anything half-assed. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do it whole-assed. Yes, we see this. <laughs> 
read Todd while his mouth is full. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ah, ah. Strategy Analytics, a global market research organization, has recently published Are you a sure report. That's analytics? Could it be analytics? Could it be stretchity analytics? <laughs> Not <laughs> actually. I, bet I, nasty I think it's stuff. a goatsy site, but go ahead. They've recently published a report that indicates the PlayStation 3 has managed to exceed the install base of the Xbox 360 in 2010. The report, which has been summarized by Gama Sutra, indicates that both consoles are still well behind the total number of Nintendo Wii's sold. According to the recent report, just over 43.4 million PlayStation 3 consoles had been sold to customers worldwide before the end of 2010 with the Xbox 360 not managing to rise above 42.9 million. Wow. Uh, Strategy Analytics states the sales of the PlayStation 3 have exceeded those of the 360 for at least the previous two years, and it expects Sony will continue to outsell Microsoft in 2011 despite the success of the Kinect peripheral. Specifically, the firm predicts the PS3 will outsell Xbox 360 by 2 million units, amounting up to a total of 15.7 million units worldwide, the report indicates the relatively weak presence of Microsoft in Europe and Asia continues to act as a drag on its global performance. Yeah, mm. I bet it's still the it's definitely the dominant console in America. Oh, without a doubt. A recent estimate in Games at uh, GameStop states that while the number of Xbox 360s sold in North America still exceeds the number of the PS3s by approximately 10 million, the PS3 is leading by a margin of 1 million in Europe. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, you know, the people that like me who already have a 360, the PS3 is my next system to purchase, but that's still down the road. Damn, yeah, I was going to say the, uh, the saturation apocalypse. point's probably <laughs> been about reached with the, the 360 because, I mean, you talk to any Joe on the street or, you know, any coworker or whatever, and most of them have an Xbox 360 that they operate on, you know, daily. But they haven't yet bought a PS3 because either, you know, well, I don't watch a lot of Blu-ray movies and I can get Netflix on my Xbox, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, most of the games that I would buy on the PS3, I get on the Xbox anyway. So, well, well, Maybe Xbox it'll will... drum up more interest when they come out with the new video game for the Jujitsu system. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox will make plenty of Starring money off people like Paul. me who have to buy new Xboxes because their old Xboxes break. That's a fucking warranty. fact. Are they taking that into consideration? <laughs> I'm on Xbox now, number four. Now, whose fault was that, Barry? Uh, oh, I'm going to send it in next week. Dude, okay, I sent it in, and it's fine, and I sold that one that got back because Debs was fine. Now Debs is starting to break. Man... They're not the best consoles. No. They're not the best consoles. They're not made to last. If you got like the, you know, the first generation ones, yes. I've gone through three. This new one I got is supposed to be okay. We'll see. Did you buy like the brand new, the slim? No, I don't have a slim. Just the elite? (laughs) I have the slim. No, I don't have, this is not the elite. This is the one that's, uh, this is just the, I just looked at the, I looked, I did the research and this is the factory number is high enough that it doesn't have that old problem. Yeah. Like ours. Fingers crossed. It's being reported that two new Wyatt Earp projects are in the works. One an indie flick that's already in production. The other one, uh, again, coming from Warners. The indie, titled The First Ride of Wyatt Earp, sounds like it wants to be the next Young Guns, and it delivers a cast of newcomers and unknowns, including recording artist Trace Atkins and American Idol finalist Deanna DeGarmo. The interesting catch, however, is that the movie will also star Val Kilmer. This time in the role of Earp himself. Kilmer famous, famously played Doc Holliday in Tombstone, yeah. while they believed to be the actor's best performance. 
The new movie apparently opens up with an older Earp sitting down for an interview with a reporter to tell his tale. It's assumed that this will be the role that Kilmer plays, and another younger actor will likely be cast as the youthful portion of the story. I like that better when it was called Young Guns 2. <laughs> you mean Iron Eagle 2? <laughs> as an idiot's undeclear... Breaking how- 2, Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> You're just now naming sequels, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> cocoon too, more cocoon. Cocooner. 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 Cocoon harder. Cocoon too, cocooner. That's what gets you. That co- <laughs> co- fucking cocooner gets you. What is wrong with your brain, man? Yeah, yeah, man. You're wired wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the source material for our uh, call impressions. WB, they've announced their own White Earth project called Wild Guns. <laughs> what did I say? Uh-huh. What did I say? This one sounds much more along the lines of an action adventure movie being called a mixture of Tombstone and Sherlock Holmes. Boo hiss. The story is set after the Civil War, and that we'll see. Boring as fuck. We'll see Earp and Doc Holliday teaming up once again. This time to find and rescue the daughter of Sitting Bull, who was taken by a shaman with strange powers. Taken by a shaman with strange powers. powers. <laughs> okay, so He's that's kind of weird, Westy. Yeah. Jesus. He was never a detective. He enforced the law by killing people. That's fucking wild, wild west. That's what that is. Minus the big spider. Well, then he said, let's make a wider movie and roll the random bullshit dice and see what comes wow. out. Kind of like... Uh, Sitting Bull's Daughter. Movie, was it? Uh, Dust Till Dawn. 
All they're trying to do with that shit sounds like they're trying to make Pirates of the Caribbean on land. It does. That's lame. If it was different. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean's been lame since the first one. <clears throat> well, it's been fun. The first one's great. Come on, that third movie is a piece of shit. It's yeah, unwatchable. It kind of going to get two more. Ugh, unwatchable two direct. Two more. They might be better. Well, it can't be worse than that third one. That is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> That's the worst movie ever. You, you yeah, walked out. Ladies and gentlemen, up and walked out on it. That is another ugly couch show moment. Every time Paul says it's the worst thing ever, have a drink. <laughs> Was it worse I than Cocooner? <laughs> ain't nothing bad about Cocooner. <laughs> Was it worse oh, than Jesus. House of the Dead? I haven't seen that all the way through. Oh, man. I'm sure it's terrible. Oh, but, friend. But, but, like, that, that is the worst fucking comedy, film right? ever. What? That got re-released as a comedy. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. No, he, he did. He, he, he re-released it as a comedy. Yeah. Wow. Didn't change anything in it, but we released it as a comedy. Well, when they come out with House of the House of the Dead Deader, no, you get nothing. <laughs> no House of the Dead House of the Dead Cocooner. Isn't Lois Lane from Smallville in House of the Dead? No, she is not. The actress. <laughs> Lois Lane wasn't from Smallville. Is. Yeah, look, she no, grew up in the, Metropolis. The actress uh-huh. that plays. Lois Can you mash Lane Goonies in into it at all? Goonies? You're to make me look this up, no. aren't you? No, no, I don't know if she was, and I don't wow. really care. You're thinking of a different movie. Yeah? I think. If she no. got work, if she was in House of the Dead and got work afterward, well, that's just a Christmas miracle, because that movie is She's not good. She's not good. She's Pretty. not good. Pretty. No. We interviewed her. Too bony. Hot in business, man. Whatever. All right. She didn't look that bony in person. Yeah. Maybe. I'm just saying. She's cocooner. <laughs> How about you? That. Are you cocooner? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Or uh, you can also watch the Ugly Couch Show itself, where we tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. And thank you for sending us all the likes on Facebook. Of course, we still have our contest going when we hit 1,000 likes yes. on our Facebook page. Then three of you likers, likees, like runes, will uh, receive a nice little prize package from us. Please Fabulous tell prize. your friends about the Ugly Couch Show. Repost and repaste. On your tweet about us, put us out there in the tweet We want to be trending. House of the Dead, Erica Durant. Oh, no shit! Face. It's a Christmas miracle. She oh, is better damn. than she is better than Lois or Lana Lang, though. Burn on Barry. So's everybody. Are, dude. So's everybody. Get her that bitch. Oh, and and <laughs> and for you, Barry, Robotuna was uh, project was begun in MIT in 1993. Jesus, you've been working. <clears throat> wow, wow. They owe me a and lot all of money. Shit. Yeah, a lot of money. One of these days, you all will learn not to doubt me. Wait, Robo Robo Salmon. There you go. Ah, you got it. You got it. I got one over on them guys. Google that one too. No. (laughs) Don't. Until next time, I'm Master Torgo. Doctor Lord. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. With the sexy voice. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'm stuck in jail. Good. My sentence got extended again. I got accused of being a cocooner. Damn you, robot. Give me back my picture of Natalie. And there is a robo salmon, too, <laughs> Barry. <laughs> in your face. Robo salmon. Damn you, people.